50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she's returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. So there was a lot to get into this week. We gave an update on the whole college admission scandal, Joe Judice getting out of prison. There's some updates in the Jeff Bezos world. Uh, we did our award ceremony, our Kardashian recap, and a lot more. Hi guys, I'm Emma. And I'm Julie. And we're the girls behind Comments by Celebs. There is a lot to get into today. So it's a big week. It's a it's a big week. An underrated big week, I feel like. I wasn't expecting this. I was expecting like Thursday of last week. I'm like, eh, we're not gonna have that much. And then it started to pick up. It really did. It I, always does. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> okay, guys. Uh let's get into it. So first things first. We want to give you an update on the whole college admissions scandal because there's a lot going on here. A lot has come out since the last time we spoke about it. Um, And I don't know about anybody else, but we cannot get enough of the story and we want to just like break it down. I'm sorry. I love this story. Yeah. It's like not loving in the sense that we are happy for their downfall, but it's, it's fucking invigorating. Like it's, it's just, it's kind of like Jordan. Like when the whole internet bands together, everyone's in on one story. Everyone's talking about it. I just love it. And everyone, even those who don't typically care about this kind of stuff are fascinated. That's when I love it. Yes. It's like that camaraderie that just, yes. Okay. So Julie, you kind of set the stage for where we're at right now. Okay. So since, since we last spoke, (laughs) um, Lori Laughlin and Felicity Hoffman were both taken into custody. Lori Laughlin's bail was set at 1 million, which like they, they made bail. She's out on bail right now. And I think her next court date is in March in Boston. Um, she's being charged with uh, conspiracy, conspiracy to commit mail fraud and honest services mail fraud. Mail fraud is just like any type of fraud. Like it, it would be the same thing if it was wire fraud. It's just how you paid um, from what I understand. The the reason that a lot of these charges are like even, even bigger is because um, when these payments were made, they were made as charitable donations, which means they weren't taxed they were tax deductible. So like on top of fraud things, it's now a tax issue. So there's just like so much going on here. Felicity Huffman was also charged with the same charges, but her bail was set at 250,000. And William H. Macy, her husband, isn't being charged with anything because I guess there was no like proof on any emails or calls that he had knowledge of it, which like well, obviously he did it, just they couldn't prove it. Which is kind of crazy in my, you know what I mean? Like, no, you no, it is crazy. They're, going yeah. down, they're both going down. Um, as far as an update, what we heard, I, I can't confirm this, but Olivia and her sister Bella apparently are both dropping out of USC. Those are Lori's daughters. So Olivia, for anybody unaware, which I'm sure by now you've kind of become familiar with her, but she is really took off, first of all, she's absolutely gorgeous. And she really took off for being an influencer. So she started on YouTube and she started posting these tutorials and she got a big following. She right now has like 1.9 million YouTube subscribers, which the number has actually grown. Yeah, and um, her, so has her Instagram following. Yeah, which always is what happens. Initially, when the news first broke with Jordan, she started losing, and then she really started gaining. I think controversy just brings attention. Well, there's also a fair number of people that had no idea who either of them were. Right. And then this is the first they're hearing about them. So. And like with Olivia, for example, like, yes, yeah, she did it. Maybe they don't care. They're like, oh, wow, she's gorgeous. I like her makeup, and they actually want to learn. You know what I mean? Yeah. There, there is the fair share of people like that. Anyway, um, yeah, so we heard that they're both dropping out. We haven't, what's kind of interesting and I don't mean this in, I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. Obviously, it's, she's doing it for a reason, but we haven't had a statement from any of them. Well, Lori, Lori and Felicity her husband can't. And, and Felicity can't because of legal reasons. Anything they would say would then be used against them. I imagine that anything that Olivia puts out could also be used against Lori. I understand. It's just... I think we were expecting by now to hear something, whether that's an Instagram, like anything. And I don't even think that it's a bad decision. I think she's doing it for a reason, but it's just interesting. Yeah, it's always interesting when one of these things happens and we still don't have any sort of statement from. Yeah, we were were talking to someone uh, last week and they were saying, listen, I know you're going to think I'm crazy, but I think this is the best thing that ever happened to her career. And we're like, what do you mean? And they're like, so many people had no idea who Olivia Jade was. Most people knew Lori Laughlin, but so many people had no idea. They're like, she's about to take off. They're like, her modeling career in a couple of years, 
personally right now, I can't see it just because I don't think the brand association is there. But I mean, who knows? I think something that we've learned um, is that there's always another story in a couple of weeks. As crazy as this say, people are going to forget about this. Oh my God, totally. And then in a year when she's ready to really take off her career and do what she wants to do, it'll be it'll be forgotten about. It'll be brought up again. Like when she does things, people will be like, oh, remember when she, but I think, I think she's going to be able to escape this. There's always going to be something bigger that happens. Yeah. So what we were saying, I was saying this with, um, in the Jill Cargman episode last week, like, you know, f- because of David Dobrik, who this vlogger that we always talk about, has been incorporating um, Lori and Olivia into his vlogs. Like they're more famous now than they have been like in a in a long time. And so this happening at the height of their fame, at least for our generation, I think just so intensified this. Like I really, we would have never known who Olivia Jade was if it wasn't for David's vlogs. No, personally, me and you wouldn't have. Other people would have, but, but a, yeah, lot a lot of people, of people wouldn't. wouldn't. It's not like she has yeah. like 15 million Instagram followers. She's like. No, no, I didn't know her before. Or if I did, I knew her as Lori Laughlin's daughter. That's what I'm saying. Like, she yeah. really has a presence in her own right. And it's just, it's crazy. Like, it is just crazy. Also, to be noted, Lori and Felicity deleted their Instagrams. And Olivia turned, and off, Olivia her turned off her comments. Um, and William H. Macy turned off his comments. So, I don't it's know. Wild. I mean, we always say it's like, the, <laughs> we say this forever and I still, like, hold it true. It so sucks that they have, I mean, I think turning off the comments is smart, but it sucks that they even have to do that. Like, I could just never imagine going to someone's page to just, like, shit on them. It's, right. It's so bizarre to me that that's, what, that's people's first reactions. People are really angered by this story. Which I get. I, yeah. I, totally. It's it's the epitome of white privilege. I, I so get it. But I just think that, like, being mean to someone in their comments just doesn't No, help. it doesn't solve anything. It's just— I, you're right. It's so interesting the way people react to these stories. It's bizarre. What I will say about Olivia is, is people have recovered from a lot, a lot worse. So. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I'm not worried for her. She's going to be fine. Like, let's relax here. They're, right. <laughs> they're beyond loaded. And so she decides she wants to drop out and do whatever she wants. She can do it. But it is still like, no matter how bad the crime was, no matter how bad whatever, like when you have the entire world against you. And also, I think that one of the reasons she probably had to pull out from school is because of the bullying that would oh take my place. God, I'd imagine. Did you see someone had from her high school had released a video and they were like, everyone was shocked when she got into USC. Like, we're not surprised at all by this. Yeah. Just so interesting. Because think about it. Like, if, if you, like, in high school, it was so known what everyone's grades were. Like, you knew who was smart. Like, you knew whatever. It's so much different in college when, like, you, you, you're, you're able to keep that to yourself. Like, think about somebody who was just such an average student getting into such a good school. And then you're like, yep, this yeah. makes sense No, there's now. no way. I, actually, a lot of people that she went to high school with or people that knew her are releasing YouTube videos kind of, I think it's like clout chasing in a way, just oh, trying to get on board. Oh, clout like, chasing. I knew Olivia Jade and this doesn't surprise me at all. There's all those videos. To me, that's like disgusting. Like, I don't know. Are you, you're going to profit off of someone. Like what's worse, being in the scandal and then profiting off of the scandal. Yeah. I just, to me, that's just And like, where's weird. your career? Like, where, where are you going to go from here? Like, oh, did you guys sign that girl that made it, that one video about it, Olivia it, Jade? Exactly. It's, it's bizarre. Um, anyway, so that's an interesting story. We will obviously keep you guys updated as it continues to develop because we are following it really closely and uh, we're fucking fascinated by it, honestly. Okay. Moving on to story number two. So this was about Paris Jackson alleged suicide attempt. So this is what happened. Basically, TMZ uh, reports that Paris Jackson had attempted suicide on Saturday morning and was taken into the hospital and released later that day. Um, the suicide attempt was said to be in response to the allegations against Michael Jackson, which obviously, as you know, because of leaving Neverland, there has been, oh my God, outrage against him like we haven't seen in years. Anyway, Paris then replies to TMZ tweets saying, lies, lies, more lies, oh my God. Um, I, I, I mean, it's a weird story. It's, it's a very weird story. First of all, why are they covering a false suicide attempt if it didn't happen? How is she, the whole well, thing? What's is, even weirder is that she she's responded to these tweets, and there was like there was a she said lies, lies, OMG. There was like a couple where she was like literally fuck you guys, this is ridiculous. But other news sources are still going with the story. Like they're still like Paris Jackson out after like suicide attempt, and you know she tweeted like fuck you guys, this isn't true. Like why are we still running with the story? Is it possible that Paris is lying? The whole thing is so it's weird. bizarre. This is the kind of stuff that makes me so mad. Like here's this girl. She's outwardly saying I didn't attempt suicide. So whether or not she did, like. Why are we? Why is why is the media perpetuate that? I I I, I don't know. I, it's it's bizarre to me. It, it really is. Imagine you're like you're her, right? Imagine this is this is totally false, and you're you're scrolling through Twitter and you see like 
Paris Jackson. And you're just like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. And and this is somebody who's had like so many other struggles in the in the past and other suicide attempts in the past. I think she had two previous, like one in 2015. I can't remember the other. It's like, why are you like? If she's not, then like the story needs to stop. All I'll say about this is. Like from the Michael Jackson perspective, now that I have watched both, like last time I had only seen a little bit. I, personally, in my belief, like the guy's guilty. I think there's no chance that that he's not all that stuff. And I do think that his actions were disgusting. As much as you want to hate her dad or think all these negative things about her dad, like she didn't do anything. It's not her fault that this that her dad is apparently like this no, or was totally. like this. She's having a hard enough time with all of it. Like I just think that to take it out on the kid is just so misplaced. Well, she's, and it's it's really unfortunate from her because she's getting it from both angles. She's getting it from people who believe that Michael Jackson did all this and she's like, your father's disgusting. And then she's getting it from the other side that's like, why are you not protecting your father enough? Like, you know there's no way he did this. So it's like, she literally can't she win. She literally can't win. This is such a hard position to be in. And I would imagine that in this moment, she probably wants like, her father more than anything. Do you know what I mean? Like you feel so alone and to just not, I just, ugh. Also, we never hear about the brother, Blanket. There's another brother too. There's an old, the older brother. So, and we never hear about them. Every, no, every news story about the Jackson kids are always her. We haven't heard about Blanket and I don't know the other one's name I think name she's the so only long. one um, that's remained, in the I light? guess, in the, in the spotlight. I don't know. Pete, like it, it's really, really interesting, the whole thing. Because no. I think- she's in such a tough position where she's like, there's so much evidence being thrown at me. How do I like not believe it? And then at the same time, like, like she obviously knew her father in a very different way. And it's like, she wants to believe that it wasn't true. It's just like. Well, someone asked us a really interesting question last week. They were like, do you think she's watched it? And I hadn't thought about it from that angle. She said she hasn't. She said she hasn't watched it. She says, um, I, I could be wrong. I believe reading somewhere that she said that she she hasn't watched it and she won't watch it. That was my that was my uh, belief. Like I think there's no, I, I I can't imagine a world where she could watch that or any of her his kids could. Yeah, it, it's, it, it's I too mean, scar- you know it's it's traumatic. Like you know your father in one light and then and then it's just the whole thing is the whole thing is so fucking screwed up. Quite frankly, yeah. Um, oh my god, <laughs> we're a little dark today. I'm sorry. There's just a lot of there's a lot of intense news. Okay, number three. So Joe Judice, Teresa Judice's husband was out of prison finally after a couple of years and he's now in ICE custody. So the way that it works is you have to walk out of prison like a free man and then ICE um, can take you into custody. So I don't know. Um, they obviously, as we know, there's a, a chance that he gets deported to Italy where they're awaiting the appeal to the deportation. We'll see what happens. I will say <laughs> Teresa was out the day of, the day he got released. She was at her brother's book signing and Listen, it's not like she would have been with him anyway. He immediately went into ICE custody. But I think that where everybody's heads at, aside from the fact that like, this is really sad for the daughters, <laughs> their marriage, there's just no way. No, there's no way. There's just no way. Like, I, I'm sorry. I, and maybe totally correct me if I'm wrong. I just think that the way that she's like evolved over the last couple of years, I would imagine, this is in my own belief, that she's just like, there's, there's zero part of me that is staying with this guy. I think that she's had to... Um, I think she's had to truly fake the idea that they're going to stay together for a very long time and like remain supportive of him when she, I'm sure she didn't want to. And I think this was just like, you know what? I can't do this anymore. She's like, I just can't pretend that like this isn't the most fucked up situation and that my husband didn't like not only put himself in the situation, but also put me in and, and like screwed up everything for our kids. Like it, how could you like for me? There's no way she could just seamlessly stay with him and figure this out as if nothing ever happened. No, and also, I mean, let's not beat around the bush here. So a couple of weeks ago, she spotted in Miami with a 24-year-old guy. They, every, like His name came out and everything. Um, holding hands, she kind of denied that anything was going on, but we saw pictures. It was things. Oh, we, yeah. We, it, th- things <laughs> happened. We've heard some things. Events transpired. Uh, yeah, we've heard some things. And I, I mean that from the perspective of like, fucking blame her like here she is she has had to bust her ass this woman whether or not you like her she works hard she really does oh, she, yeah. when they went into all that debt and they were going to lose their house she was like okay now it's fucking go time she turned that role of a housewife into a real full-time career like there are some housewives who rely on the salary from bravo and then there are some who really take it into next year and really become a personality 
she has really become a personality. Cookbooks, appearances, she's always doing something. If you notice, she's always on the road because she became the sole financial provider. Like her husband was in custody. And good for her. And good for her. No, that's what I'm saying. So like, I don't blame her at all for in the event that she decides, which I really believe will happen. Like, listen, I'm out. I no, think, I don't blame her at all. I if, think she has every, I mean, as she would always have any right, regardless, because it's her belief. But I really, I, I just don't foresee them staying together. I, I do feel very bad for the kids, though. Listen, in an ideal world, they'd get divorced. He'd stay in, in New Jersey and all would be fine. Like, I think it's better for the kids for them to be divorced than to be unhappily married. There's but I also, no way he's staying in New Jersey. You think he's getting deported? There's no way. There's no way he doesn't get deported. You really think that? Yeah. I mean, I, I, my thing with it is, if if those are the terms, like the normal terms, that you break a law and, and you get deported under that, then like, just because you're a housewife, why should you get to stay? No. What, what reason does he, I mean, like, I get it, he has kids and, and it's awful and I don't wish him bad and I don't wish that he doesn't, but I just, it, from a legal perspective, I just don't see any way. I know, where you he just see stay. this shit all the time. Yeah. Are they, so I, I don't know. We'll, we will see. That's another story that I, I'm not like a diehard Housewives of New Jersey fan, but I'm I'm fascinated by their whole yeah. dynamic. I always have been from the days of when Teresa was shelling out the money. You guys know exactly what I'm talking about. If you watch the cash when they were buying the furniture, like 200 grand back in the early seasons when I knew Danielle Stab, like total different world here. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's It's crazy. That's before she even had boobs. Oh my God. Imagine <laughs> a time. <laughs> um, okay, and a little bit of happier news. Chance is expecting another daughter. I'm so happy for him. Julie's literally, we're, on, we're in the Uber on the way here, and she's watching the video of him with his daughter singing, and she's just like, I, I look at her, and she just turns to me, like a tear in her eye. She just smiles. She's like, you know, he's just such an amazing father. He's amazing. <laughs> he's, oh my God. Complex, like a year ago, did a whole feature on him, and it was like, it, it, he's on the front cover in his playroom, and it's like holding a world's best dad mug. And I was like, yeah. He is. He's an excellent, he's just a great guy. He's amazing. He's like, so, oh my God, so philanthropic, so talented, like saving Chicago. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't, I love him. What, what's the song? Is it, is it No Brainer or I'm the One? Well, they're both of them. Is he that he's in both videos? Yeah, he's in both. Okay, I forgot which one it was. So we, a couple of like last week, put it on airplay. I watched No Brainer twice a day. Okay, yeah, but we, we had never airplayed it before. So we're sitting in my apartment. <laughs> so high. This is and what I love about Emma is that we didn't airplay it. We put it on regular Apple <laughs> TV on the YouTube app, but she's so technologically challenged that she thinks airplay is the craziest thing. Anytime we do anything, she's like, is that airplay? I'm like, no, that's cable. <laughs> <laughs> she's so right. I have, I you have never, no, you have no, no. never met anybody more technologically challenged I in your life. I think airplay is the coolest thing. Like, I, I Anybody who, that comes in here, I'm like, you heard about this new thing here? Yeah. <laughs> All the kids are doing it. <laughs> you literally act like your dad. Like the two of you like look at technology the same way. Wait, wait, wait. We have to tell them. Okay, so I got my dad an Apple Watch for his birthday because I wanted to do like, apparently it's really good. You know, guys know he has like heart issues and I thought it would be good to track his heart, get him more inspired to work out. So we get to the apartment yesterday and he, he was there and I give it to him. And of course him and I have no idea how to set it up. Julie sat with my dad for an hour and a half, set up all of his apps, set up the podcast apps that he could listen while he's working out. We did his EKG. She, she, did, she did everything. She was like, Steve, it was the cutest thing ever. Um, so yes, thank you for guiding me technologically. I don't know what I would do with that. Anytime. Back to, Back to no brainer on the airplane, <laughs> the YouTube app the YouTube on Apple app TV. On yes, because that exists. He's so fucking hot. Between him and Bieber in those videos, I lose my mind. No, it's I was sitting there, I was like, Julia, I'm not going to make it. No, like, I know. It's porn. Oh, it is. No, it's it straight is. up porn. Straight when up When Assad porn. is on Bieber's lap in the no brainer music video, Stop. it's not normal. Let me tell you something. When Justin and Haley have kids and their first pictures are spotted out, not when the kid's like a baby, but when he's like two. And oh my God, oh my God. And Justin takes him to like, a restaurant. No, I'm thinking as a girl. So the little daughter and they're sitting and the first paparazzi pictures come of the little girl sitting on Justin's lap and he's like feeding her. I'm gonna, I'm I, gonna have to go, I, I have to go. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you. This has been an amazing episode. <laughs> I, guys with kids. Hello. It's like, it's the dad thing. And it just, it's a There's thing. There's nothing. There's nothing. No. Um, yes. Anyway, so congratulations, Chance. We are so happy for you. And we can't wait to see you with another kid because you're just so fucking hot. Um, okay. So also Amy Schumer's husband, she, it came out that he is on the autism spectrum. So basically in her standup special, which is her new Netflix special that just uh, came out, it hasn't been released yet. Or has I it think been released? I think it's out now. She said, last night she posted on Instagram that it had been released. We immediately go to watch it and it wasn't there. So I don't know, hopefully, and then it lasts 12 hours. It's, Let's it's, check. 
Um, anyway, so she revealed that he's on the spectrum. Um, he's diagnosed with what used to be Asperger's, but it's now referred to as autism spectrum disorder. And she says that the qualities which make it clear that he's on the autism spectrum are all the reasons that she loves him, which is such a nice thing to say. Um, I ha- I don't remember. Tell me if I'm wrong. or like Yeah, it's if, up now. It is. Correct me if I'm wrong on this. I don't remember a time in recent history where um, a celebrity has come out about their spouse being on the autism spectrum. I don't know. I thought that was a, a, just like a really beautiful uh, thing. Also, Sam Smith announced that um, he came out saying that he is non-gender binary. So he was interviewed by Jamila Jamil, who, as you guys know, is like an advocate for everything. She's such a force. Um, she actually follows us, I think. Yes, she does. She does, right? So he, in, in an interview with her, he says that he does not consider himself male or female, but he floats somewhere in the middle. Um, he says that he's still comfortable using male pronouns for the time being, uh, but that he's not really sure. He was talking about how growing up, he, first of all, this is this is the craziest thing that's ever come out in an interview. He had liposuction at 12 years old. Crazy. I, that's wild. Yeah. I, I read, um, I didn't watch the whole interview, but I was, I was reading about it, and I guess he has extra estrogen in his body, and he would like growing like breasts or whatever, and and I guess the extra weight was attributed to that, and that's why he was able to have it at twelve. But I've, I mean, I've never even heard of that before. I didn't know any doctors that would do that. I have never heard of liposuction at that early of an age, honestly. Um, but he just basically came out and was like, "Listen, I've always I've been found myself being feminine. I didn't really feel like I fit in either way, and I don't want to have to conform." And fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he basically was like, whatever the fuck he basically was like, I, I had questioned the sex change in the past. Like, I never really understood myself. And then he was like, I started reading like all these things about like non gender binary and, and gender queerness, and he was like, "That's me." Like yeah. he like it's like he found himself. He found he it. Yeah, found an understanding for what he was and. Which is amazing. We're happy for you, Sam. We're big Sam Smith fans. Oh my God, he's not, how could you not be? No, he's a great guy. Um, also, Kyle Massey, who famous from That's a Raven Corey in the House, was sued for sexual misconduct. Um, he allegedly sent sexually explicit pictures to a 13-year-old girl, um, and she's suing him for one and a half million. He denies the allegations. That is all I know. There's nothing else reported about it. Fucking what? Like. <laughs> How hard is it to not send a picture of your dick to a 13-year-old? I can't imagine. I can't imagine it being that difficult. But apparently it is. Like, it really is. But why? I don't know. Also, I just don't understand that we are living in the age where every fucking thing has a footprint and still, still, it's like, can't you mail it or something? I I don't know. To me, it's just like any— Did you just give them a solution? (laughs) (laughs) Not to a 13-year-old. I'm saying in general, like, if you don't want to get caught, don't fucking text it. Imagine opening up your mailbox. <laughs> Kyle Massey's dick? What are you doing here? <laughs> I didn't order this. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's disgusting if it's true. I don't know, whatever. I, there, there's not much to say on this. Let's just see what, see what happens. It wouldn't be the first time. Um, also, you take this one away. Drake has been... A, a lot has come up about the kid, except a picture that we still haven't seen, but he got a tattoo on his forearm, forearm of his son. Um and I've just been reading a lot that he's on like amazing terms with the baby mama and that he's been like flying her out private to all of his shows. I don't think they're dating again. I think he's just trying to give her a good treatment, which is Could you so nice. imagine if they started dating? Her name is Sophie Brousseau, right? Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce it, which is why I, I avoid it. B-R-U-S-S-A-U-X. That's her last name. Brousseau? Brousseau? I don't know. Is she a porn star? Do we just talk French? What? You didn't know this? She's definitely a porn star. Oh, I didn't know that. I yeah, I, I, I'm like, she's either a stripper or a porn star, but I'm like leaning towards porn star. Oh. You would think I would know, but. I, I would think you would know, but hey, good for her. Well, listen, we've always been rooting for Drake to kind of take on the dad role more than he has. One, for the kid, but also just because dads are so hot, as we've just discussed. Um, <laughs> we start this movement and it's like, be involved in your kid's life, but only because it makes you hotter. <laughs> it's like the best We're way to get women. We're literally saving parenting. No, I know. Scott Disick, you needed a solution? (laughs) Oh, grow a beard and start hanging out with your kids again? Boom, hot. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so happy for you, Drake, and happy for us. Also, just a little Haley and Justin update. So since the Vogue interview that we frequently discuss, I'm just confused as to the state of their relationship. Last week, Justin starts to post these behind the scenes. We didn't really get into this last episode because we had a guest, but now that's just me and you. Can we forget about it? Yes, please. Okay, so... (laughs) Justin starts to post these like very normal Instagram stories of Haley, whether that's her doing laundry or her on them on the jet or just her like in a cute in a car. It's so normal, but it is my fucking drug. Yeah. 
when I see Justin Bieber post a news story and it's of him behind the scenes with Haley, I lose my mind. I've never seen like anybody do their own laundry before <laughs> in an Insta story. You know what I mean? Like obviously, if, like yeah, no, I'm I'm fascinated by everything. It, they could do the most mundane, stupid tasks, and I would watch every second of it. It's literally like celebrities are just like us, and we like we like used to make fun of that for so long, but that's like, oh my god. Haley does her laundry. I do my laundry. Like she she's plays with her dog while like throwing something into the wash. And we're like fucking revolutionary. <laughs> we're like, how did she think of that? <laughs> how did they just think to like? And then, but then, like the next scene is them like kissing on a private jet. And we're like, right, oh, we're like they're right. not just like got us. it. I know, I know. So anyway, so that comes out. We're like so excited. We're like, okay, like things seem to be good. Then there's these pictures of them spotted in a park in L.A. Bieber's looking visibly upset because Why does he always cry. I I don't know. No, don't say that. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean it from a depression thing. No, not from a depression standpoint, from the fact of like men can cry. No, I don't think anyone should cry. <laughs> Nothing to do with being a man or a woman. <laughs> this is why Julie needs therapy. Anyway, um, so he, they're like sitting in the park and they're looking so visibly upset. I don't know. They had, of course, all these magazines have body language experts read it, which all the experts say that like they just seem stressed and they're trying to get through it. I don't know what's going on. I just like want them to be happy. It's all I want. She says they're apparently fine. Like, the, the, I mean, I'll tell you one thing. If he, when he gets through all of this and he's on the other side of this, like, this kind of slump that he seems to be in, I think their relationship, if she, if she continues to be as supportive as she's been, will be stronger than ever. Because he's, it's not that easy to find someone who will stay with you during your darkest times. No, and I think that's the, the beauty of their, of relationship. their relationship. I agree. Um, okay, that's kind of an it in terms of the news situation I have here. one more thing. Oh, tell me. We didn't talk about the National Enquirer. I forgot to put it on the list. Oh, my God. Apparently, this is about the Jeff Bezos scandal. Apparently, the National Enquirer paid Sanchez's brother $200,000 $200, for the texts between her and Jeff. If that's true, that's fucking wild. If that's true, I don't even know. First of all, how would the brother, like, what? No, I have so many questions. Like, first of all, $200,000, yeah, it's a nice chunk of money. But is it enough to sell out your whole family? No. It's like one hundred after taxes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? Do you get taxes when you extort somebody? <laughs> like, that's crazy, though. Also, if you really want all that money, I bet Jeff Bezos would have paid him a million to not send the text. Right. Like, there were so many bad— What he should have done— if, Listen, Mr. Sanchez, if you were smart, what you would have done is go to Jeff and say, listen, the National Enquirer is offering me 200 grand. Here's a—I'm I'm about to do it, but I would counter 2 million from you, and then we can have a deal. Yeah, business ethics are so lost these it's, days. It really is. It's like, this is simple stuff. I know. Like, it, you would you would think that his mind would be in a different place, and you wouldn't think he'd be so pennywise pound foolish. Yeah. Like, if like listen, I think we're past morality here. So it's like, if you're already going to be just if you're in completely the gutter, amoral, then why not get more money out of it? If you're in the gutter, you may as well be rich in the gutter than fucking 200 grand richer in the gutter. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll tell you one thing. What? Thanksgiving's going to be fucking awkward. <laughs> So awkward. I'm so excited. I, I, I'm picturing it like, like he's like, no, let's have it at my house. Let's have it. And they're like, we don't really want to go. And <laughs> Lauren Sanchez's like family's like, you have to go. You have to go to your brother's birthday. <laughs> they roll up and he's like, huh? Oh my god. Hey, do you like my new car? And Jeff Bezos is like, where'd you get that? And he's like, oh, I paid like two hundred thousand dollars. Oh, two hundred thousand dollars. You don't say. Where'd you get the money for that, Mark? <laughs> Oh my god! I fucking need that on a reality show. Yeah. Oh my god! What would you do to like watch them? Julia, interact? I would do anything. I would do sick shit. You name it, I would do They're it. They're out to dinner, and Mark's like, "Don't worry, this one's on me." <laughs> Just like I'm worth 136 billion dollars. He's like, "I got, I got this one." <laughs> oh my god. Uh, okay, let's transition now to our award ceremony. This is the part of the episode where we crown the funniest comment and the best clapback of the week. Um, but first things first, we have something to tell you guys. Get out of here. This is a word from our sponsor. I'm never going to stop doing this. I know, it's so much fun. So I love it. Okay, so we're here to talk to you guys about Tiki's, which I feel like a lot of you probably know. So basically, Tiki's is this um, footwear company. And they're these like leather sandals that are handcrafted in Brazil. I'm sure you've seen them on Instagram. They have... They're very, like, neutral, and they have a really cool vibe. Um, you've seen them on Beyonce, Angelina Jolie, Cindy Crawford, uh, Steph Shep. Like, you name it, people are wearing them. And they, they're they really cool sneakers. Look them up if, while you're listening to this, you can see what I'm talking about. Um, it's spelled T-K-E-E-S. So they have free monogramming available, which is, like, so cool for your, <laughs> for your sandals. And Julie and I, 
no bullshit, like, love these and we're wearing them. That's why we were so excited that. I'll fucks with anything that puts my monogram on it. Yeah, but like it's so cool that we're doing this ad because oh my we, god, yeah, we love them. <laughs> we love them. They're amazing. Like an ideal way to wear these. So they're leather, right? And they're like, some of them have like tie ups. The best way to wear these, in my opinion, and this is what I did when I was in Florida last week, like a sundress, like a neutral color sundress, or like even one with a pop of color, and you put on like a nude pair of of these shoes. I'm telling you, amazing. Oh my God, I love that. You all saw you the do, picture. You saw all you do is brag that you were in Florida and got tan, <laughs> whatever. Her tiki's matched her tan. <laughs> we have to go back though. Um, anyway, if you guys want, so listeners get 15% off with code CBC. You go to tiki's.com slash CBC. Again, that's tiki's.com slash CBC. Um, and again, it's T-K-E-E-S. I'm sure you've seen them, even if you don't remember that you've seen them. Once you go look at it, you'll be like, oh yeah, they're great. Just try them. I, I actually think you guys will really like them. Brazilians make, like Brazilians just have the best stuff. They do. Have you ever been? No. You've never been to Brazil? No. Oh, my God. Are we'll, we going? We'll go one day. Okay. Yeah. Um, We're okay. going to the Tiki's factory. <laughs> <laughs> so the weather is finally getting a little warmer. And one of the most fun parts about the seasons changing is kind of the wardrobe revamp that comes along with that. And if you're looking to update your wardrobe without spending a fortune, I want to introduce you to Quince because I really think that they do quality essentials kind of better than anyone I found. And I've told you guys about them before, but specifically as the weather is getting warmer, their linen dresses, like such an easy throw on, so comfortable, such good quality. To me, if you put on a linen dress with a pair of white sneakers, a little cardigan over your shoulders, to me, that is such a chic look. Also, their washable silk blouses. They are so comfortable, but you look so put together. They have great like scoop neck t-shirts, just comfortable, easy staples. Like that is what I like about them. I think that you can really build just a quality wardrobe collection with their essentials. And the best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. So by partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and then passes those savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm rather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash CBC for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash CBC to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash CBC. Okay, now back to the award ceremony. So would you like to introduce our first award for funniest? I'd love to. <laughs> and you know what? No, I wouldn't love to. I hate reading these things. Why do you always ask me to do this? No, you want to know why I want to do it? I, I don't want you to do it. I just want to ask you to do it so that I can hear you say no, so that everybody's like, oh, that's why she doesn't do it. So that people don't think that it's me. Like, Julie, I want to just say it again for anyone new. Julie doesn't like reading this, which is why I do it, not because I feel like I have to. Something I think that's also important to recognize is that it's, it's not that I can't read. <laughs> I just like don't like reading out loud. Well, it's just that you're I'm not, an incredible you're reader. You're an incredibly just, fast reader. However, when it comes to doing it out loud, specifically under pressure, sometimes you get a little mixed with your words. Is that a good yeah, way to I put get it? a little, yeah. I just prefer listening to you read it. Right. So that is why I'm going to do it now that nobody asked. <laughs> Did anybody ask in the first place why I wasn't reading <laughs> yeah, them? Yeah, some people sometimes say that and I'm just like, it's not me. It's It's, it's not her. I, I mean, she would, yeah. Okay. So our first nominee is Jennifer Gardner, comments on Chrissy Teigen. So Chrissy posts this picture of, um, Miles, he's so fucking cute. Oh my God, I love him. <laughs> and Jen comments, I see my kids and Annie liking everything you put up of your gorgeous kids and I'm here to tell you, don't get any ideas, either one of you. We saw that and immediately just thought she was referring to the fact of like, don't steal my nanny because that is what she was doing. Of course, the internet, which we didn't even think about this, goes wild and is like, oh, I love the Ben Affleck shade because as you know, Ben Affleck cheated on Jen Gardner with the nanny. That's not what she meant. No, I, I don't even think she realized that when she was commenting. If it. she, Let me tell you something. If Jennifer Gardner realized that that was the... Uh, vibe that was going to be taken from that, she wouldn't have commented it. I wonder if after she commented it and she saw that, she was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. She probably, it's kind of crazy that that's a perfect example of, wow, celebrities really don't go through their publicists for everything, every single. You know what? Honestly, with a comment like that, it wasn't our initial thought either. Like it probably just like was like, oh, don't get any ideas about the nanny. And then all of a sudden it was like, Oh, yeah, my husband slept with the nanny. I literally didn't even think that. When people started commenting, I was like, wait, Julie, she wasn't being shady, right? Julie's like, no, there's no way. I, I think it was, it was just like an honest. I think it was just an honest thing. She was saying like, my nanny likes your kid. I need my nanny. Don't steal my nanny. That apparently happens in Hollywood all the time. Also, I don't think Chrissy Teigen's trying to bone her nanny. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, she said either of you. So it wasn't like yeah. she said, don't get any ideas, John. Then it would have been like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know? And that would have been such a far stretch. <laughs> there's just no way. There's just no way. Jennifer Gardner is not going 
do that over Instagram. Um, the second was Kelly and her daughter Lola. So Kelly posted a picture of her and Mark with his hands around her waist, and she captioned the photo, these hands. And her daughter commented, is the caption necessary? And Kelly replies, girl, bye. So then a fan comments, like, defending Kelly, and she's like, they look like great hands, Kelly. Youngest Young, which is her daughter's handle, is just jealous. And Kelly replies, no, she's just grossed out. That's my daughter. So funny. Especially L- Lola then commented on our post. I don't even know if you saw this. Yeah. And she was like, oh, that girl's my hero. Like, yeah. the one that- <laughs> it, it was, the whole thing was so funny. It was like a perfect example of a fan really trying to defend someone <laughs> <laughs> just like it backfiring. But Kelly, of course, handled it gracefully and, and she's just the best. Um, my winner for this is Jen Gardner. Yeah, me too. It's too good not to be. I loved that comment. I thought it was hilarious. It did really well. We got like 60,000 likes or something. I love when that happens. Me too. That You know what's good? We don't even care. We posted it at like 1230 a.m., which obviously is in prime posting time, but we were like, this is just funny. And by the time we wake up, it'll have more likes. We never care. We don't care. Everybody always asks us like, do you guys have a way that you do it? We're like, no, we see it. It's funny. We posted it. Yeah. I sounded like Ariana there. I see it. <laughs> but you know what I mean that's how I, we do it yeah you I know exactly what you mean like I guess if it's if it can wait and it, we see it at like 7am we'll wait till like 9 but we we don't go on like <laughs> don't, some don't say we I've never been up at 7am before <laughs> but we don't go on some strict track no people always think that they're like what's your posting schedule <laughs> like, we, like people do that it's fucking it's ridiculous uh, okay transferring now to best clapback so two nominees the first is Chrissy so she posted a photo and someone comments bikini pics only you are a model nobody cares about your kids because there's a picture of Luna and she replies yeah well now that I've had kids you don't want to see my body in a bikini so it's quite the dilemma hilarious amazing um, and the second was Arnold Schwarzenegger so he posted a video of someone lifting weights it's the guy's world's strongest gay that's his handle um, and the guy, the caption was 13 reps of 352 pounds. This is why I love visiting Arnold Sports Strongman. Thanks for putting on a show at World's Strongest Gay. And someone comments, I can't believe he's gay. And Arnold replies, I can't believe he lifted that much weight. The weight is the same no matter who you are. I had a fucking left field. What a response, Arnold. Handled it unbelievably. And then we posted it in a roundup. We actually posted it last of a roundup. And Everybody was complimenting him. He came to our post, commented on our post, and was like, thank you guys, but like, I didn't do anything. Like, he's the real hero or something like that. It was just such a, like, I don't mean surprising because I thought he was a bad guy by any means, but it was like, wow, that was awesome. He did not have to reply to that comment. That's just what I was thinking. Like, how many comments like that? He didn't have to reply. He didn't have to reply, but he took it upon himself to be like, no, I'm not going to allow this like homophobia to be on my page. And that was fucking cool. Fucking good for you, Arnold Good for you, Arnold Schwarzenegger. And because of that, you are the recipient for this week's best clapback of the week. I can't believe I'm saying that. I never thought Arnold Schwarzenegger would be. I never thought we'd say that. And Arnold Schwarzenegger commented on our post. <laughs> Who the fuck taught Arnold Schwarzenegger how to use Instagram? I don't know. Patrick. <laughs> I'm sure it was Patrick. Which, by the way, your dad follows like, can't get on board. Yeah. You have to talk to Johnny Lowe about that one. Yeah. Johnny, if you're listening, it would be great if you could wrangle up the troops. So before we transfer to our Kardashian recap, I want to talk to you guys about Green Chef. So Green Chef is a USDA certified organic company that makes eating well easy and affordable with plans to fit every kind of lifestyle. Um, It's awesome because they have meal plans that include paleo, vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian, Mediterranean, heart smart, lean and clean, keto, gluten-free, and omnivore. It's like a lot of options. <laughs> ton of options. Personally, when we were choosing, we were like overwhelmed. I ended up going with vegan just to try it out and it was delicious. Um, so to tell you how Green Chef works, basically it lets you choose from a wide array of easy to follow lifestyles with select um, organic ingredients. So the recipes are quick and easy. They have step-by-step instructions um, and photos to guide you along everything. It's also cool that there's something for everyone. So it's easy to eat well and discover new recipes every week that you love to cook. You can kind of switch it up. You can switch up your meal plan. Um, and it's nice because I think that it's so hard to eat healthy when you're so regimented and it's so um, the same. And I think that the variety definitely helps. Would you agree? Oh my God, definitely. <laughs> um, and it's delivered. So it's, you know, it's a diverse array of meal plans with plenty of options to choose from each week so you can actually enjoy sticking to your goals. We had Green Chef delivered to our houses and I purposely didn't do it to my apartment in the city because I didn't know when I was going to be there. So Julie and I both did it to our individual houses and our parents got it before we did. And we both, no joke, at the same call. My dad calls me. He's like, this is unbelievable. This this is amazing. What company is this? And Julie's mom called. Wait, wait, the funniest thing is that I forgot to tell my mom that I was coming to the house. So she's like, why is there broccoli at our door? And I'm like, oh, like it's this thing like whatever. And she's like, this is crazy. Did you know that people do this? I'm like, 
yeah, mom, like it's, it's a thing. It's like really cool, right? She's like, no, Julie, this is insane. <laughs> the exact right amount, every ingredient couldn't be easier. She's like, I'm like, do you want to come on the podcast and do the ad? Because you would be a fucking winner <laughs> for we, it. We literally said that to our fans. We're like, you guys should just like come on and do the ad because they were so excited. And we were thinking like, yeah, it's true. When they were growing up, this wasn't a thing. You can order your food online and have it delivered in the exact type of quantity that you want. And it's so easy. Also for me, like it's a goal of mine to cook more. And this is a really good way to kind of start doing that because realistically, I'm not shocked up a lot. Of, like, it's just not going to happen. I like it pre-made for me, and this makes it a lot easier. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we, we the vegan one that I had, it was like broccoli, whatever. It was really good. I I personally enjoyed it. Ooh. <laughs> you didn't try it. No. We actually did it. Me and my dad, like, did it together. It was, no, my, my parents fully made it. They loved it. <laughs> no, your, your mom was on cloud nine. She was sending me pictures. Look how gorgeous it looks. I'm like, you know what? They put in the ingredients, but the plating was all you, mom. <laughs> Um, anyway, so for $50 off your first box of Green Chef, go to greenchef.us slash celebs. Again, that's uh, $50 off your first box of Green Chef. Go to greenchef.us slash celebs. Uh, yeah, try it out. Let us know what you think. Okay, moving on now to our Kardashian recap. Obviously, the first thing we're going to talk about is North at Sunday service because she was a fucking mood. She's a star. She is a fucking star. For anybody who didn't see, although I can't imagine anybody listening to this didn't see it, Kim posted a video of North at the most recent Sunday service, which was outside. Everybody was dressed in all black. North was dressed in this adorable little black dress with black, I think it was like black lipstick or yeah, some or sort like of purple, dark, dark, dark yeah. lipstick. Dancing like no one was watching. Oh my God, that girl. She's, she is mini Kanye. It's unbelievable. She was, she, I know it's like, we talk about her a lot because we're obsessed with the Kardashian kids. Yeah, we are. But also the thing is, just because you're the star, just because you're the kid of two massive stars like that, you don't have to have star power yourselves. This girl has star power. Yeah. She's going to be, she would be, even if she wasn't in the limelight, like I think she would go into the entertainment industry. And I can already tell that she's like four. She is, yeah, there's something, she's got like that quality. She does. She has it. Yeah. Like quote it, but I don't know, you know, like. I, I cannot, I really, really cannot wait to see what, what she does when she's older because she, like genuinely the world's her oyster. She can do whatever, whatever she, she wants. wants. I can't wait till she's like 17. Oh my gosh. Let me tell you something, Olivia Jade. She's not going to be doing uh, YouTube tutorials. No. There's she's no going to be like. She's going to be a star. She's going to be is. a star. Because of the connections, obviously, but also because I think she has it. Um, also, an update on the Kylie Travis situation, which you know we have denied this cheating thing. We haven't even like acknowledged it. We're like, listen. <laughs> Don't 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 add yeah. to the fire here, but anyway, he wore a sweatshirt with Kylie on it, despite reports that they're having problems. So, I, I'm very confused by the whole situation, honestly, um, because they could be having problems. They're both like Travis is so private. I feel like that it's like we wouldn't know. Like we haven't seen him a lot, but that's not abnormal. And he's on tour. Um, he just did an interview with Playboy or like a photo shoot, which I imagine there's going to be an interview with. So I, I'm really curious to see if anything comes out about that in, the, in an interview. Um, but I, I mean, my gut is that they're fine. Mine too. And I was about to say, when you said that Travis is so private, I was about to say like, and Kylie's so private too. And then I was like, people are going to tell me that's so not true. But in the scheme of Kardashian, she is She's more private, private, yeah. With that kind of stuff. Also, just an update on the whole Chloe Tristan thing. So- Chloe came to Twitter this week to defend Tristan um, amid claims that he is a bad father. And we printed out the tweets that I could read for them exactly to you guys. So Emma um, can read them because <laughs> I want Emma to read them. So someone tweets, at Chloe Kardashian. No, so Baller Alert posted an article and it said, Chloe Kardashian claims Tristan Thompson isn't making any effort to see their daughter. And someone responds, at Chloe Kardashian, honey, keep raising your daughter the best way you know how. All she needs is her mom. You're doing great. Keep your head up. And she responds, thank you, love. You're so very sweet. But he is a good dad to her. My sweet and special baby, True, will never be put in the middle of him and I. I can promise that. And there was another one when someone said, at Khloe Kardashian, how have you been the past weeks? We missed you. And she says, it's been tough. My baby girl has got me through. It will be a journey, but I'll be okay. I promise you. I hope you've been okay and that you are happy. So what she did here to me was like, she didn't say anything really positive about Tristan. It wasn't like she was singing his praises, but she was like, listen, I'm not, I'm not at all going to contribute to this narrative that he's a bad father. Like he's doing his thing and that's it. And that's, I think she's full of shit. I think he has not seen that kid in forever. You think? Oh yeah. I think he doesn't care. I think he genuinely only cares about himself. It's so shitty, but I think that like, and I've said this so many times that I think Chloe's just wants like, true to be able to like have 
what she deserves. So it's like, if if True deserves to have like a happy mom and a happy dad that, that she feels loves her, then like Chloe's not going to contribute to a narrative that says anything otherwise. But I, I think that, yeah. I think that he is absent. I mean, I obviously do too, but I the think- The most, I think, sorry, the most interesting person to speak to, I think would be um, Jordan Craig, who's Tristan's other baby mama. Oh my God, why have no, do you think she's refused interviews? I'm sure she's been approached. I'm sure she's refused. I'm sure, I, I think she genuinely does not want to get involved in the drama at all. Also, I'm not saying this is true. I'm just saying, let's say National Enquirer pulled a Jeff Bezos' brother-in-law or whatever and offered to pay her. I wouldn't think it's the craziest thing in the world for the Kardashians to, even the one, like to, to, to pay her more to not, even though I know one could say like, why would the Kardashians do that? She'd be talking shit about Tristan. Maybe if they didn't want to add to it. I'm just saying it's not so crazy No, it's so interesting to think. to think about. And um, what was I just going to say about that, about Jordan? Oh, the thing with her is like, imagine dating this guy. Yes, he's a basketball player. He's somewhat, you know, in the public eye, but he wasn't really before all this. Like yeah. the average non-sports watcher didn't know the name Tristan Thompson before the Kardashians got involved. So imagine like dating this guy, having a kid with him, it's already gone south. And then he gets involved with the Kardashians. And now you're inadvertently being dragged into the, the most famous family in America. And it's like, whoa, I want nothing to do. The second she opens her mouth, it's like, She's dragged she, in, and I think she's fighting as hard as she can to stay out of that. Yeah, she becomes a character in this whole world, and I don't think she wanted that. Um, I don't know. That'll be curious to see how it goes on. Chloe is, like, really—she's doing her best. Let's just—I think we no, all need she to just, is. like, she's doing her best. I know people are so quick to be, like, she's being so—like, she's so annoyingly positive in light of all this. Like, listen, she's—what's the alternative? Just let right. her be. Let her fucking be. No, this none, of this is against, none of this is against Chloe. If, if anything, it's incredibly admirable that she's willing to— you know, put, put her head all high. of her feelings aside for this guy just to protect her daughter. I mean, I, I can't even imagine. We've seen people go through awful divorces, like yeah. not even celebrities, just like in our own personal lives, people we've seen and like drag the other parent without any regard. So it's, and it's, she's not doing it's that. incredibly respectful to see the way she's handling this. It is. Um, also, <laughs> in the coolest news that ever has happened to us, Kylie Jenner was in David Dobrik's vlog this week. I can't. I love it. I love, you know what I feel like? I feel like Kylie being in David's vlog is like, that's so sweet life of, of Raven. And yeah, like it was that crossover. This is when we were in middle school and Disney decided you'd come home and you didn't really know what was happening. And then all of a sudden you see Miley Cyrus on Sweet Life and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. That is how I felt watching Kylie Jenner pop out of the back of David Dobrik's car. Okay, hold on. I just don't like, I don't want to downplay this because we were so excited. If you know us, if you've been following us at all, you know, there are two things that we are so passionate about. David Dobrik and the Kardashians. So it was like in our, like we would fantasize about this. Like if people was like, oh, what's your fantasy? Our fantasy was literally Kylie being yeah. in David's vlogs. Like we, when we saw them with the rollers ring together, we're like, oh my God, do you think she's going to make an appearance? And then he fucking posts a video, Kylie Jenner surprising people. For anybody that didn't see it, first of all, do so like right now, pause this episode and go do that. But what he did was he had them, he had people in the front seat of his Tesla and he was videoing them. And he's like, so what do you think about Kylie Jenner? And they're talking about him. And then he's like, oh, well, you should tell her that. And he's like, they're like, look at the camera. They're like, Kylie, if you're listening. And then she pops out of the back. These people lost their mind. This is one of those times that David was incredibly sweet. Like there's two sides of David, one where he like does it for the vlog and it's a joke. And the other times where he's like being so genuine and sweet. And like he could have gone from this at a completely different angle, which is like had people like coming in and like talking shit about Kylie and then her being like, what the fuck? But he took it from an angle of like find people who are genuine fans who genuinely love Kylie and would be happy and excited. Like us. Imagine. Like us. <laughs> if we hated, didn't hate being on camera so much, we could have like been in the- <laughs> Like that could have easily been us in the front seat. But imagine we're like, yeah, do we, um, we can be surprised by her, but no video. And he's like, it's a fucking vlog. That's what I imagine our, our interaction when we finally meet David's gonna be like, he's like, so just stand there and I'll be, oh no, we don't do cameras. We don't like being on video. Like, he's like, wait, what? <laughs> so funny. Uh, yeah, it was it was cool. And, and I hope that that continues. I think that, you know, of course, people are saying like, oh, now Stoss is obviously friends with the vlog squad and Kylie apparently has gotten closer with Stoss. It's so it seems in light of this whole Jordan thing and she brought her in, whatever. Either way, it's just good all around. I agree. We're just thrilled. So keep it up, David. Also, in equally as exciting David Dobrik news, he brought in the real MVP, Andy King from the Fire Festival documentary. Okay, this is a dream come true. It literally was. Our inboxes were exploding with people being like, did you guys see David got the Evian water guy to his vlog? We're like, did we see? Did we see? We fucking, oh my God. It, 
it was just a matter of time, obviously. Like, we knew he was going to make an appearance. David cannot have vlogs that Andy King is not in. But when we saw him, it was, oh my God, so well done, so necessary. I, 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 I needed it. I, I did. I needed it. We needed it. it. So yes, to all of you asking, we saw it. We love it. And we hope that that continues because that guy is a star like Northwest. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, it was Rob's 32nd birthday on Sunday, March 17th, St. Patrick's Day. I know that. I always know Rob Kardashian's birthday because it's the same as my ex-boyfriend. Um, he, so we got a lot of inboxes about you this. You did say that to me the other day. You were like, it's Thomas's birthday. And also guess who else's birthday <laughs> it is. I'm like, I don't know. She's like, come on, think about it. I'm like, I don't know. There's like a lot of people's birthdays. She's like, Rob Kardashian? You didn't know that? I'm like, no, I didn't fucking remember that it was Rob Kardashian's birthday. Yeah, it's like my claim. I don't know why I think it's so cool. I'm like, yeah, I know Rob Kardashian's birthday by heart. Like, yeah, she like brags with She's like, by the way, I don't know if you know this about me, but my ex-boyfriend has the same birthday as Rob, Rob Kardashian. Kardashian. And I have the same birthday as Lil Wayne and Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, what a That's fucking so trio. Cool. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> I don't tell anyone that because I think it's so cool that Thomas and Rob have the same birthday. That's hilarious. Okay, so a lot of people were saying to us, like, what did you guys think about the the siblings' post? Because everybody posts the first birthday, obviously, and everybody posts, like, old videos, like, pre, like, season one and two, Rob. No one's posting anything recent. I think that that's intentional. I don't think Rob, as we know, doesn't like to be, like, photographed really or videoed recently, and I think they were probably respecting his wishes. I don't have I don't have much to say else. We didn't see much from the party. I have to say, if if I d- didn't like the way I looked and like a large chunk of photos, I would not want them being blasted on the internet for my birthday. I would rather old photos of me be put that's up. What I'm but saying. that's I just like, me. So, I so appreciate. Like I, I feel like he so appreciates that. I don't think it's weird at all. I get yeah. it. They all love Rob. They're trying their best to support him. And actually. This yeah, we're going to take a, a deep dive into this. Yeah, so we— Because I just had such a thought, and I was like, save it, save it. So we have a lot to say about Rob Kardashian, and just we're really interested by it, and um, we just we want to discuss it. I know people are also, like, curious about his whole timeline of everything. So we decided for the Kardashian bonus show this week, which comes out on Thursday, we're going to take, like, a deep dive into the whole Rob Kardashian everything um, and just kind of, like, talk about his evolution and everything. So we have a lot of thoughts. We can't wait to share those with you guys, which will be on Thursday. And yeah, is there anything else that you would like to say? I think that's it. (laughs) Okay, we will see you guys next week. Um, And definitely be sure to listen on Thursday if you're interested in this. And thank you for listening. Again, remember to subscribe, rate, review, and you can get us on Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. So I'm a big fan of transparency across all aspects of life. Like, Generally speaking, there's pretty much nothing I wouldn't rather be told straight up. But specifically when I'm buying something or paying for a service, I just want to know what I'm getting myself into. And oftentimes there can be so much nonsense or so much yada yada. For example, sneaky terms hidden in the fine print of contracts or bills that randomly go up without properly alerting you or budget airlines with cheap fares, but then exorbitant fees to make up for it elsewhere. And we just should not need to be dealing with this type of yada yada in our lives. And yes, you could read every single word of every single contract, and that's one way of avoiding it. Or you can go with a trusted brand like Metro by T-Mobile that helps you to get ahead and not pull you back. That's right. You don't take yada yada from life, so don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada, which honestly gives so much peace of mind. Like You shouldn't have to compromise for an okay option with sacrifices when you really deserve that full transparency. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide.